0: Considered sinful in
1: the Middle Ages. You're listening to
0: Warm Beer on the Cheek Teach Podcast WDCS with Big Mike and Hanky.
1: Oh, take it away, Hanky. Hey, hey, hey. Or Big Mike, I'm sorry. Big Mike, take it away, bud. <laughs> hey, man. What's happening?
0: You
2: sound so far away. Hey. Do I sound good or sound like crap? No, nah, you sound all right. Um, you know, so tonight, folks, uh, this is Casey here with uh, WBCS. We got Big Mike. We got Sweet Melissa. We're kind of doing things a little different, recording in different spots. So, um
1: Hey, yeah. can I do my yeah. intro?
2: I, I don't yeah. feel right unless I do my intro.
1: <laughs> Get after it, buddy. What's happening, everybody? It's Big Mike coming at you. It's Friday night. We are remote, remote, remote. We got a great show for you tonight. We're gonna to talk about movies. We're gonna talk about baseball. NASCAR. We got a special guest for the rock and roll retrospective. So stay yeah. tuned.
2: Stay up. Take it away, Casey.
1: All right, now I feel good. Now I can do the show.
2: <laughs> now you can do the show. Yay. Yeah, um, you know, uh and, and you know Bill's here. Subway might want to talk about baseball and uh yeah, good. Hey, Lady Jill. Hi. How's everyone doing this evening? Lady Jill is all right. She's that, that, I guess I
1: guess that was rhetorical. <laughs> that was. That I'm was good. Right Thank you. Hand. Thank you for asking, Casey. I feel great. It's great to be on the show. It's good to be here. It's not the same. I enjoy when we're in studio together, but.
2: Yeah, it's it's a little different, you know, because you're 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 trying you. to you know read. Not doo doo. Yeah, you know, you're trying. D- yeah, duty. You, you know, you're trying to read the other person. Um, I I think uh, when you can see, you know, face to face, there's something yeah. different about it. But like I
0: didn't even know if you were here yet, Big Mike. That was I crazy. just hopped in. Well, she
2: she yeah, she can't see what I can see in the screen. I should have gave her a better cue on that. See what I. But, oh, I, j- uh, I thought that too, Melissa. <laughs> so, in baseball, Big Mike, look at this. All right. So, everyone gave the Rays crap about just bombing out of the playoffs, you know, scoring one run in two games. Uh, the Rangers uh, swept the Orioles, which won the American League East. Um, so, uh, the Rangers have not lost a playoff game yet in this uh uh so far and so it just validates the rays even more so well not only that but the two other teams that had the better record than the rays the los angeles dodgers got swept by the arizona diamondbacks who are wearing their uh create chaos t-shirts and trust me Mm -hmm. they're doing that folks they are creating chaos and um the atlanta braves who had the best record in all baseball uh, unceremoniously, uh, got beat by the Phillies. Um, so the Phil's fighting Phil's and the Diamondbacks for national league supremacy. And then it's going to be an all Texas affair with the Rangers and Astros in the American league. Now I will say this on the matchup on the Rangers Astros, a little fun fact, the two ACE pitchers in that series, uh, started with the New York Mets There would be Max Serzer, Mad Max, and uh, Justin Verlander, uh, who are on the respective now American League squad. They did the right thing and got out of town. Um, So, And uh, Diamondbacks, uh, you know, you don't know what you're going to get with them. They're just hot right now, and that's sometimes uh, the nature of baseball. But you got a little uh, old Tampa Bay Ray, Evan Longoria, just playing like he's, uh, you know, Eternally young. So give them hell, Evan. You still have
0: baseball? Forever young. Wow.
2: Right? Listen Melissa.
0: That's what I got.
2: Yep. So that that's where we're at with baseball. The, those series uh, Sunday, uh, the American League series starts, and then Monday the National League Championship series starts. So that's where we're at with that. So uh, good stuff, you know crazy it's quickly coming to the end isn't it it is you know i mean hockey's starting you know football's in full swing i mean can you imagine that the tampa bay buccaneers and detroit Lions are a game of the week mm-hmm. no one would have predicted that <laughs> it's pretty awesome I, i'm excited they've been hyping the the throwbacks got some skulls. they did a uh that's what i'm excited about Whoever runs their Facebook's been on point for the past week. They did a whole thing on John McKay. And folks out there in podcast land, if you're not familiar with John McKay, he was a legendary, legendary college coach that uh, uh, was head coach of the USC Trojans when it mattered uh, in the 60s and 70s. And then uh, he got he was the first head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, he was known more for his um, – sardonic wit than his win total because the buccaneers uh, didn't win much early on but no. one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes is uh coach how do you feel about the execution of your team mm-hmm. he said i'm all for it
0: what um what? Al-
2: also in another quote where he's like you know we weren't blocking but that's okay because we made up for it by not tackling either uh, so oh yeah God. Love me some John McKay. He he
0: was kidding,
2: right? Uh, Well, he was pretty...
0: uh, (laughs) I
1: don't think there was any kidding there. I think he was quite uh,
2: (laughs) serious about what he was saying. Yeah, he's very deadpan in the delivery. I mean, you you can't even teach that stuff. Uh Uh-uh. Can't can't even teach it. (laughs)
0: That's
2: funny. Mm -hmm. But, But, um, Yeah,
1: but I'm I'm a fan of the orange and white, known as the creamsicle. Uh, That's my favorite uniform. That's my favorite. That's the Bucks of my youth, and uh, it's just to me that I wish they'd bring that uniform back. They're not, but it would be great if that was Tampa Bay's normal, regular, every Sunday uniform again. In my world, just at home or
0: something, right?
2: Yeah, well, you know, the NFL is just weird on these uniforms, but um, I, I would like for them to go back to uh Buccaneer Bruce uh full time. I just don't think yeah. they're going to. I think, I think it's just going to be like an annual or biannual thing where they pull out that uniform, but they're going to make a, a Fun display. It sounds like it would be a fun weekend if you're at the the Ray J. It's going to be a good time. Hey, can I bring up one more thing about baseball? I thought was a of fun course. story. So, um, and, and uh, big shout out. I I followed this reporter for a long, long time. I mean, she's made her bones covering Major League Baseball, uh, Alana Rizzo, um, and she's with the MLB network now. And uh, anyways uh, she kind of caught a little flack this week, but I I think for her, I'm, I'm team Alana on this one. So what happened was in the Phillies Braves game uh, the Braves won game two initially um, on a defensive play, a guy hit a ball in the outfield Bryce Harper was on first base. He ran. Guy made a crazy catch in the outfield and, you know, threw back the first and doubled up Bryce Harper. And this guy later in the uh, locker room had basically said, um, you know, like way to go Bryce Harper, kind of talking shit about him. And then I guess the reporter kind of, leaked out that they were talking smack about Bryce Harper, who is a two-time MVP Mm -hmm. for the National League. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, he's the face of the Phillies. He was the face of the Nationals was there. Needless to say, when the Phillies won uh, their division, they already had shirts that said, attaboy Bryce (laughs) on it anyways. It's a tongue-in-cheek on the Braves. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So Alana Rizzo – uh, called this reporter on carpet, and um, she had said she's irritated with all these people, bloggers, podcasters, not even reporters, not even journalists, mm-hmm. going into the clubhouse. you were for the rest of us. The guys come in in the postseason, don't have any clue the pulse of the team. It's making it worse for people that are there every single day covering the team on a daily basis. I'm going to continue her quote. And then some jack-off comes in at the end ah. of the season that gets a credential. God kno- only knows why. in the clubhouse is sacred space. And remember, I've been in the clubhouse for the last 16, 17 years. And she goes on and on. So she had to re- apologize for calling uh, some, you know, reporter a jack-off. Calling but a jack-off a jack-off? Yeah. So, hey, really? Angry. Hey, hey, Alana. We stand with you, calling someone a jack off. Hundred percent. When was the last time you
0: heard jack off? That's
2: awesome. Not often, but um, it's not every day you hear a female reporter call a guy a jack off. It's it's great. She is my spirit animal. <laughs> oh, and how, brother, and how? Yeah. So I big shout out to Alana. She she went in she's like I you know I got caught in the emotion. I shouldn't have said that. Hey. No, uh you should have said that. That yeah. that we're we're good with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I say um you sorry did, not uh, sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry.
3: Yeah. But
2: she she's she's been but, around, you know, so she's got a, you know, uh, an okay beef. She she's got the she's she's earned the right to speak her mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I look, I understand what she's saying. Look, mm-hmm. Like the clubhouse is supposed to be a sacred space for the players. Like if they want to vent something between each other, like does every little thing have to be put in print? Like, um, no, can, can't they have their own place? It, it, it would be like a NASCAR walking into the garage and then recording something that's set around the truck. That Not, not cool. Right. You know, that's, that's amongst team members. Let, let them have their own moment, their own, you know, thought process, whatever. Does everything have to be, you know, I don't know. Yeah, do
0: they have to be on all the time?
2: No, it does not. So I I digress on that. But with that said, uh, I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Uh, Hashtag, I stand with Alana. Oh, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, I want to bring this up. Big Mike, we're going to roll in the NASCAR. You can follow us at at Beer Seats on X, which was – Formerly known as Twitter, or you can uh, you know send us a big shout out on email at the show at warmbeerandcheapsheets dot com uh, on Wait, X, I, oh, I, I, uh, I threw a little uh, segment on X X um, upside down vehicle I saw coming in to work today and really? uh, obviously. Really? Not- Not a listener to the podcast because they know you keep the shiny side up and the greasy side. The greasy
1: side down. Yeah, yeah. They don't they they haven't listened to us.
2: They they had not adhered to our basic instructions.
1: Um where did you see where did you see this upside down car? Mm, State road sixty. Or I guess that's
2: yeah, state road sixty. Yeah.
1: Were there any other vehicles in the proximity of this upside down car? No, not
2: not at the time. Not at the time. Hmm.
1: Yeah. You really have to try hard to flip a car. You really do.
2: I. Right, all right. Listen, it was an F two fifty. Okay, so it's a pickup truck. Yeah. And listen, yeah. you re you really have to try to flip a five thousand pound vehicle. Yes. And, and that's not a short wheelbase truck, correct? Yeah, that doesn't even
0: sound right.
2: No, no. I mean, I mean. Uh, how would Tony Stewart say, uh, that person ran out of talent, ran out of talent. That that's wow. Oh,
0: by the way, hashtag is the new Mongolian. Uh,
2: oh,
0: I sens- what? I missed a word. You, <laughs> you mean,
2: mean, not, Mong- not mongol. Do you uh, mean no. mongoloid? Yeah. No, no. You can't say that. Now you're going to have to apologize. But I messed
0: up the whole thing. Oh, okay. My brain stopped working.
1: Do I have to apologize, Case?
0: No. Just me. Oh. No, I was trying to say. But you said
1: Mongolian, not Mongoloid.
0: I know. Maybe I'm going to leave it like that. But I was trying to say, hashtag jackoff is the.
1: (laughs) Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Now it makes more sense.
0: Right, right. I have missed the most important part. My brain just
2: totally stopped. It, it, it stopped all right. It's a shame on yeah came to a that crash. it is. I just had like
1: a
0: stroke.
2: Big Mike, real quick, what what's going on in the world of NASCAR?
1: Well, we now enter into the round of eight. Ooh, so so here's AJ Allmendinger won this past weekend. I got to correct myself from last week though, um, and all. The commotion of the show i mentioned the wrong winner of the race uh the winner at talladega was ryan blaney nice. i misspoke and said uh morgan byron i believe so that that kind of bothered that bothered me all week fans of the show i wanted to make sure i give you good information
0: uh hey, but tell me why we correct ourselves because
1: i just did i, I well you know <laughs> sweet melissa when your big mike you correct yourself often.
0: That's right. As we all should. Because,
1: yeah, well, I make more mistakes than the average bear. But that's okay. Um, so, A.J. Amendinger won this past weekend at the Charlotte Roval. He was very emotional in his car. I mean, the dude was crying. Um, and it, it it all comes down to it doesn't look like he's returning to that ride next year oh, uh, it looks like he's going back down to Xfinity, still with the same racing college racing um, right. that's the rumors so that's hence his emotion and he he said at the end of the race they asked him aj all the emotion what what is it all about and he goes you never know when you when you're gonna when you never know if you're going to win another one of these races. Hmm. So it, it, it was really touching to see that kind of emotion out of, a, out of a driver, a tough guy. And he's not a wuss. He's a, what did you say, Casey? A.J. Allmendinger, pretty tough guy.
2: Oh, yeah. He's been around. He's a scrapper. Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, so he won the uh, Charlotte Roble. He was not in the championship run. We are now to our round of eight. So at the end of this, three more races, and it will decide our championship four. I have this pulled up, Case. I just want to – If do you have our picks I, in front know of what? you? I,
2: I can't find it right now. Okay.
1: Well, let me just – so the, the four guys that are in the top of the standings right now, they would be William Byron martin truex jr denny hamlin and kyle larson Hmm. so those were the guys those are the guys i have picked to go to the champion
2: ah all right all right right, i found all right i had larson busher truex harvick are
0: we
2: there can you hear me i can hear you loud and clear okay all right all right so larson busher truex harvick you had larson lord byron william jennings uh hamlin and truex yep so my guys are in the top
1: four right now so we'll see if that holds true and they stay up there to go to the championship in phoenix so the guys that are below the cut line we got chris busher christopher bell tyler reddick and ryan blaney um definitely not over yet there's a lot of racing yeah. So how many more are there, Ish? Well, there's four more races in the season. Three more races to determine who goes to the, the championship to race it the
2: final the final race of this uh, of the season in Phoenix. Ah yeah, so they'll do three races, then they go to the final four for the one race. And it's just that's it. That's a free for all for the last four drivers in the last race.
1: Whoever finishes ahead of the other guys is the champion. Yep. Week we're yep. at Las Vegas. Yep.
2: Hmm.
1: Mile and a half track should be pretty cool. Um we'll see what happens. I, I again, I I I I think there could be a surprise. I don't doubt it with the guys who are still in contention here. If I was, if I were to pick anybody outside of the top four to end up in the championship four, it would be Tyler Reddick with uh 2311 racing. Uh, he's having a great year and he could pull it off. He could knock any one of these guys, Larson Hamlin, Truex or Byron out of the, uh, out of the run so stay tuned we got las vegas i'll I'll give us a good las vegas report uh next week uh this week we wanted to keep our sport reporting kind of short is casey and i did not go into a segment last week we really really wanted to go into and talk about possibly
2: a new segment that that's right um hold on i'm i'm having technical difficulties all right stand by yeah i was just so exactly. anyways um yeah we we we, we kind of uh straight off topic so what we, we wanted to talk about were bad movies but you see them I, I i don't know if you'd call it a guilty pleasure but it's a movie that you still a watch,
3: movie
1: you enjoy
2: you know um
1: I think I'm losing you, Case. Oh. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I lost you there for a minute.
2: Oh, okay. I was just saying uh, Sweet Melissa's taste in music or movies. Questionable. Mm. Questionable. No, no. no I'm
0: Because
2: they're chick flicks. They're chick flicks. I don't know. Well, anyway, so uh, Big Mike, a bad movie that you enjoy. Well,
1: this is a B movie uh that went to very few theaters. It was almost straight to D V D, but it did it did make uh make the rounds to some theaters. It's a little film called Bubba Hotep.
2: Ah, oh, yes.
1: Uh stars Bruce Campbell, who plays an elderly Elvis and Ozzy Davis, you know, at a, a, Pretty big actor, if you, in my opinion, to be in a B-film B as JFK. So the premise of the movie is Elvis changed places with an Elvis impersonator. So the Elvis we know in the movie, Bruce Campbell's character, is at the beginning of the movie, he's reminiscing about... Trading places with an Elvis impersonator because of, and it's well known that Elvis Presley, his life was very isolated because of his fame. So to get out from under that fame, change places. And then the Elvis impersonator was the Elvis Presley who died, not the real Elvis Presley. Oh, wow. So Elvis ends up in a... Uh, a uh, nursing home facility. He meets a guy in there who claims to be JFK, who yeah. oh. escaped getting killed. You know he was not assassinated, but he, he, I forget. I it's been a little while since I've seen the film. How I they? they great. Oh, it is, and Ozzy Davis is an African-American dude, so... He's uh, obviously JFK. JFK, yes. So JFK had a skin color change, yada, yada, yada. Well, so these guys joined forces to beat a mummy who was there to suck the souls of the retirees. So see
2: you know I, 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 right, big mike i've i've actually seen this movie about a long <laughs> long time ago like right when it first came out and uh all i had to see was bruce campbell and i'm like all right it came I'm out in because he, he's like king of big movies but um uh yeah i mean i remember i mean this is a ridiculous premise um but you know it, it hooked me in um yeah if it's like, oh, totally if this ridiculous. Is on right now, I'm definitely watching this. I mean, JFK and Elvis are gonna battle a mummy in a retirement home. I mean, what could go wrong? I mean, yeah. It seemed
0: plausible
2: until you threw the mummy in there. Well, I,
1: I that and then hence it being a B movie. That they uh, throw that
0: uh, that, <laughs> so
1: that that's what? a look.
2: Like Ed Wood would have a tear in his eyes. Like, why didn't I think of that for a movie? For sure,
1: and and, you know the film is well done. It's not. It. it, It's not a. It's not a big budget picture. You can tell that, but it. But it's not produced horrible. It's very well produced. Um, it's funny. Uh, Yes. (laughs) And you know, for me, it you escape that reality and go. Well, maybe Elvis is still alive.
0: Well, yeah. Maybe
1: that is what happened. <laughs> so.
0: When was this made-ish?
1: Uh, in the early 2000s. I think oh two oh three maybe.
2: Jumping on IMDb, but I'm going to say... You know if i i was going to use my certain skill set you know like um like you have that one guy that people like keep kidnapping his family he's like i have a certain set of skills Uh and it's hopefully not getting my family kidnapped Uh mine is like kind of figuring out like when a movie was made and just knowing that's that's pretty good yeah i mean i i I can't really um it, it really doesn't serve me well in any capacity it's a skill set that i have
1: well casey none of my skill sets really served me well in any capacity that could earn me decent money or any money quite honestly but hey a skill set is a skill set
2: like like it would sound a little bit more like this i have a certain skill and it would be to tell you what year that movie was made you know that's probably how i would say it you know
0: You could be a carny. That was a
2: little aggressive. I kind of like that. (laughs) Well, you know, I am pretty aggressive by nature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was like, wow.
0: It's off a murder mystery, that line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how it starts.
2: Well, uh, we also have uh, a couple people kind of join in online. Um, Let's see. uh, The captain, are you standing by? I am here. Hey right. Captain.
4: How y'all doing tonight?
2: Doing good. So we got the good captain of Naughty
0: Radio. The
2: captain of Naughty Radio has graced our airwaves. This is
4: big news. I'm, I'm just trying to bring the joint down, that's all.
2: <laughs> all right. I know you're you're dying to you, you have to have a movie.
4: Oh, I have a whole bunch, but uh I think uh I think The Last Dragon is definitely my my go to oh. uh, bad movie. Show sure enough? Is
0: that a cartoon?
4: Show sure nuff.
2: No, no, no. Uh, you know the captain. You might have to explain The Last Dragon to Sweet Melissa.
4: Yeah. Oh, Wallace. So it's actually a uh, a a study in why music executives should never write a movie. Very oh. Gordy. Gary yes. Gordy who started Motown oh. uh, came up with the last dragon and it's a Kung Fu movie, but everybody is, uh, you know, they live in like the Bronx or something.
2: They're, they're, no, they're in <laughs> Harlem, uh, Harlem,
4: Harlem. That's right. Harlem. Yep. And, uh, Oh boy. All right. Strange. The show Shogun of Harlem, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, um, anyways, it's just Bruce Leroy is the good guy and shown is is the bad guy. And it's just a, it's just an awesome piece of eighties pop culture.
2: Ah. And, and a lesser known pop stars
4: in it, Vanity. Yes. yeah. Which I didn't mm. realize that, that her and Nikki Six had an on and off again relationship. Wow. All right. Yeah. He, he speaks cool. about her a lot in the heroin diaries. Mm. Oh, interesting. Now I have a question about the last dragon. Is it, is this
1: also a musical?
4: Not that I know of. Not that
1: you know. I haven't seen the film. That's why I'm asking. Oh no, 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 no it's no, not no, a music.
4: No, it's got some of that early '80s pop music in it, but it's just a, uh, it's just a spoof on a uh, on a kung fu movie. As oh, well. a kung
1: fu. Okay.
4: Yeah, I've never seen the
1: film. I've heard of the film. Never seen it.
4: Oh, but if Barry Mike.
1: Gordy was
2: involved, Big Mike, you might have to, have to, watch, to watch it. it. If this is on, I'm I'm texting uh one of my brother-in-laws about this. This is like our go-to movie, either that or a Star Trek 2, you know. And I'm just oh yeah. on into the phone. Adam.
1: Well, That's- I have another bad movie as well okay. that I, I want to mention. Do you guys remember Maximum Overdrive?
4: <laughs> oh, I love that movie. That's a great movie, right? Yeah, well, it's got to be good. ACDC did the entire soundtrack.
1: See, look at that. Oh, wow. So, Now 80s. uh, 80s. So for those of you, sweet Melissa, who have not seen this film, it's about mechanical things coming to life. Like the the premise is a comet went by the earth and cars, trucks, lawnmowers – anything like with an internal combustion engine came to life naturally naturally that's a stephen king (laughs) movie (laughs) yeah it is it it, it is a stephen king movie
0: wait for real
1: and
2: oh
0: yeah
2: you're kidding no no no, no, that's really yeah it's a stephen king joint i believe they called it
0: oh that sounds uh legal in some states yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) no doctor
1: Emilio point. Estevez is in the movie really right yep yep he's, um, the, lead. he's the lead in the film
2: uh there's some
1: it, it's kind of funny he's, he's like, chased so, by that
2: crazy uh truck uh
1: it was yeah for like
2: a, a toy company or something right, right. and oh, it has yeah.
1: that uh mask like on. that demon yeah that demon <laughs> face or not a demon <laughs> face whatever it is on the front of the truck
2: yeah yeah
1: so sweet huh. Melissa D the cars and trucks and lawnmowers and everything, when they see a human being, they go after the Ooh. human being to run them over, and kill Ooh. him. Yes.
0: Not nightmares.
1: Yeah. So in the film, all the characters it, it, it happened it, it, the film takes place at a truck stop and they're all confined to the restaurant in the truck stop until the trucks the trucks are going around circling and then if anybody walks out the trucks one of the trucks would come after them and eventually the trucks get low on fuel and they start you know blowing their horns and they have to go out there and gas up all the trucks it's pretty cool
0: that's the stephen king part huh
1: there's a lawnmower they show that, that that's
4: riding around. It's got like blood splattered on it. Oh that is pretty funny, if you ask me.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, my favorite.
4: My favorite part was when the guy was at the soda machine and it shoots the. Oh, it shoots, it shoots the soda the- out at him.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> that's right. River right, remember remember that. Phoenix was in that movie too. Oh yeah, oh. he was real young in that one. Yep. Huh.
0: Well, that could be a Halloween movie, right?
1: well yeah it's definitely a horror flick
2: yeah
0: sounds like about as much horror as I'll watch
4: see like well, the, oh go ahead sorry no there's uh there's also uh, i'll with the the horror theme you know there's that movie once bitten jim carrey's first movie okay. oh i haven't seen that oh man it's old. it, it is it, it's it's pretty good though it's like his first movie he's a teenage kid and he ends up coming across a uh, ancient vampire called the Countess and it's all about her trying to drink his blood and stuff. It's, it's hilarious. It
0: sounds familiar.
4: huh? I haven't seen that one. You'd mentioned,
2: I saw on the, the chat you'd mentioned Mannequin, which I was like oh yeah, that's oh, great. That's a good
3: one.
2: That. Yeah, Lady Jill just perked up when she heard Mannequin. Because <laughs> it's
0: <laughs>
2: awesome. I saw that in the theaters. Oh,
0: that's awesome
2: little little uh uh Jefferson Starship uh mm-hmm. you know playing some songs in that one too.
5: It's yeah. yeah. and, uh, Andrew McCarthy, right?
0: Okay.
5: Oh hey. Hey have been here. What's up? How are you guys tonight?
0: Good, good. I uh, Manic- I remember, I
1: I seen that on cable.
5: Um I was gonna, I was gonna say, uh, uh, I also uh, shout out to the captain for bringing up uh, the last dragon because I love that movie. Big Mikey guy, go see it. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. That's that's on the agenda.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I I knew you had something to add there, though.
5: Yeah, because uh, my my father just loves that movie.
2: What mannequin?
5: No, uh, last dragon. <laughs> oh, last. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: last dragon. Uh, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. That would be more like on brand than him really liking mannequin or you know. Yeah, like that. that that'd be a little little off. He, oh, he he's he try. wait wait big fan of Roadhouse, which by the way, that's I a really Roadhouse. uh no offense to uh it's a bad movie but it's very entertaining
5: Yeah, there you go that's another one
2: (laughs) i mean if it's on i'm like that's
1: if it's on. yeah me too i'll I'll tune in the roadhouse i think that's got that's kind of cultish now
2: oh yeah for sure Mm
5: -hmm. they're remaking
2: the movie with jake jones they they are yes
0: yeah with jake john
2: yeah no, no yeah. reason to remake that movie.
5: Huh, yeah, yeah, no reason. Uh, I actually have a, a bad movie, but um, I also have another one um, in mind. And this one hits close to me. Um, it's actually Hamlet. And you got the, the Shakespeare film. I mean, well, you know, Shakespeare's play, Hamlet. Um,
2: right. It's about a little pig that follows around a, a bear that collects honey, right?
5: Yeah, yeah. Um,
4: Hamlet. That. Isn't that Winnie the yeah. Pooh? <laughs>
5: Something
2: like that. <laughs>
4: Something like that.
5: Um, but, yeah, she, uh, obviously there are so many adaptations of, of Hamlet, um, but this one uh, I'm specifically, specifically talking about is the one released, or all, it's Hamlet. Also, It's also known as Hamlet 2000. Um... Because it was released in the year two thousand, and this is pretty much the modern version of Hamlet. Um, it stars Ethan Hawke as Hamlet, uh, Kyle MacLachlan as Claudius, uh, Sam Shepard is the ghost or Hamlet's father. Right. Um, it, it it's a stacked cast actually. Um, it like Bill Murray's in the film, uh, Steve Zahn's in the film, Casey Affleck, Jeffrey Wright. Um,
0: everybody forgot that yeah the it's thing is Casey Casey Affleck Affleck Affleck
1: sorry yeah uh, are, do you, are you trying to get like you know uh insurance over there
0: <laughs> it was like commercial Tourette's it just oh god I don't know what happened uh, I tried yeah, it.
5: But, um, so yeah because this is a modern version of Hamlet instead of like two kingdoms um they're instead of kingdoms it's corporations so denmark is a corporation um, oh. in this movie yeah hmm. and interesting yeah and this and this is close to me because i saw a film i saw a film screening of it at the paris theater and a, and then after that i met ethan hawk after um
2: Oh well, yeah. well. Did, did, would you ask Ethan Hawke why he's in so many crappy movies? <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: I, yeah. And I also met the uh, the uh, who the director Michael Amareda. Yeah, what a piece of crap!
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: why met...
5: is he a
0: piece of
1: crap? Was he a, like a dick? Are
0: you kidding?
2: You um, we mean we, we, we no we, no we, I, 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 I no no it? no big Mike big Mike. I think he oh. meant he directed a piece of crap. Oh, gotcha. 10-4. I missed that.
5: No, he's a a nice guy. No, he's just – he directed a piece of crap film. (laughs) But yeah, no. Hey, everybody's
1: got to get paid.
5: Yeah, but if it's on, I'll watch it and I'll just rip it up to shreds.
2: Huh, interesting.
1: I think that's part of the fun of watching bad movies is the fact that you know you're watching a turd. But Mm. it's okay if they make you laugh. Most of them do.
0: Funny turds.
1: Yeah, it's like, hey, it it didn't win it. It's not going to win. It It didn't and won't win an Academy Award.
5: No, it won't. Actually, you know what the best part about this film is? You know the "to be or not to be" like the famous thing that Hamlet says. Never. Um, Yes. To be or not to be, uh, it's act that that scene in the film is filmed in a blockbuster. Video.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Oh, I hear some New York New York.
2: New Yeah Yeah, yeah, in New York. All right, it all right. Fail.
4: Just scale it down.
0: It's safety at its finest.
5: Yeah. Uh, yep.
0: Sorry.
2: Wow! Yeah! Wow! (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, stand by there, Subway, because Big Mike and I we have uh, we have some bills to pay real quick. Time to pay him. Hey, you know Mike, with the cost of everything going up, I'm not sure if I can afford my pay. Not anymore.
1: At NaughtyRadio.com, you can find lots of your favorite albums and artists' merch at very fair price. Really. Really, when you shop on the website, you use the promo code Big Ed and save big. Wow, that's great! Nothing spooky with those savings. Head to NaughtyRadio.com and get your order in today. That's N-A-U-T-I-R-A-D-I-O.com. The captain is waiting. Don't
0: forget the promo code.
2: And you know we just so happen to have the captain here. Uh, of oh, okay, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got Lady Joe. Yeah. Lady Joe, why the oh. hell are you laughing?
4: <laughs>
1: I think we do good ad ad copy.
4: Why are you laughing? I got, I got to say that was the best ad I ever heard. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Captain. Lady Joe's over here laughing. At- <laughs> <laughs>
0: huh? The music.
1: Oh,
2: the music. Oh yeah, yeah
3: well,
2: you yeah, gotta yeah. have you gotta well, have you gotta background have music. music. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's just. So wait. Wait, hold on, hold on. Maybe let's spin it again. Put music wait, back right. on, Case. All right, all right, hold on. <laughs> that was our no, no. That, that was our original outro. Uh, you know, Mike, with the cost of everything going <laughs> up, I'm not sure if I can really afford my favorite music.
1: Not anymore. Oh at naughtyradio.com, you can find lots of your favorite albums and artist merch at a very fair price. Really? Really? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, <I'm laughs> no, the stopping. music sets the tone. Yeah. Don't, you, the, you, you damn have, promo have. <laughs> Bigger.
0: <laughs>
1: Big Ed. <laughs> kinda I like wasn't sure was if that was a naughty I radio ad or a Zoloft <laughs> ad. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right?
2: Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta be up tempo, up tempo, up tempo. <laughs> I don't
0: know. That was like so. the first take was good bad eighties movie music
2: so captain uh we we have you here tonight and um we want to kind of ask you a couple things what's new going on down at uh naughty radio
4: well we're just trying to get through some uh we've been going through technical difficulties the last couple weeks but we got those ironed out tonight i think and uh we got some uh uh new playlist we're we're running uh so on saturdays from seven to three uh we do what's called the ride it's music to ride the motorcycle tool nice and yeah. uh oh, that's cool Yeah, and then sunday we're going to be uh maybe shifting it up a little bit i'm talking with a with a guy he uh, works with a lot of reggae bands so we might do some uh sunday evening reggae nice, nice. all right yeah and uh in the afternoons from five to eight uh, except for Wednesdays we uh, we run the wine down so it's music to drink wine to, you know okay. those kind of things
2: nice
4: and then uh, we're working on some YouTube stuff actually
1: oh wow really
4: excellent yeah we uh, do uh, do some uh, talk about some uh, albums and uh, pairing wine, uh, pairing drinks with with certain albums stuff like that. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that.
3: Yeah. So we'll see how
4: it goes. Excellent. I like it. It's pretty fun. diverse,
1: Captain. With, with with the with Naughty Radio, it sounds like there is something. Well, I know, but for those who don't listen, who need to listen, pretty diverse. There, there's. Tell us more about what. Tell all of us, our fans, what can we? What can we? expect to hear obviously there it's no set there's no set playlist obviously or set genre
4: it's everything and no, it's, anything correct well yeah so basically Naughty radio started as a yacht rock station but i'm i like too much diversity in my music and so basically it's kind of devolved into a uh rock station that plays from the 60s to today and it'll be any genre in the rock group. So you could have, and we do usually sets of five. So it'll be like five hair metal songs, five yacht rock songs, five uh, AM Gold, you know, stuff they play on AM radio in the 60s and 70s. So yeah. it's basically, I've kind of taken to calling it music for ADD people. All right.
2: Yeah, I've noticed the uh the, the playlist has changed over time. You know, here in you know, a little sprinkled country, country rock, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um Americana, you know, it's it, it it's got a lot of flavors, but then again, I mean that's the, the flavors of American music though.
4: Well the other thing is is I meant it to uh it, we, we mean it to be an experience a place of exploration right uh, so that's kind of another place where the the naughty you know the nautical thing and the captain you know we're exploring music so you're going to hear songs from albums that never get played on on regular radio and you'll which is refreshing songs, right and you'll hear you'll hear bands that would never have been played on the radio so, like for instance there's a band i play a lot of on there called dos gringos they're a group of air force got uh, air yes. force f-16 pilots and uh we play their music on there and that's probably the only airplay they've ever gotten
2: all right i do <laughs> I, I do have a bone to pick with you about mm-hmm. dos gringos mm-hmm. oh yeah uh i never hear the "I'm the pilot i'm a pilot song because uh oh. that was a staple uh, yes. From the world I came from, because um, uh, uh, yeah, mm. I, I will well, make to sure these to guys. play it more. I, as someone that worked on F16s, <laughs> um, I, I, these guys catch my attention every time they're they're on Naughty Radio. Yeah, I, I actually I actually had to double take. I didn't science. even know how you got those <laughs> gringos on there. I'm mm. really impressed. <laughs> Is that hard to expand the the playlist onto Naughty Radio for you uh, as far as a technical standpoint?
4: No, not really. I just – usually what happens is I'll be uh, driving along and I'll hear a song. They're like, oh, that needs to go on the station. I'll do it or somebody will send me something and I'll download it and and upload it into the the station. So I think right now we've got like 40 or 50 – gigabytes of music or something like that
2: nice wow that's all right so all right so i have another question so going back to to Naughty radio because you you can help people kind of build on their their collection whether they're looking for vinyls, cds cassettes even some simple merch how do you um um like you have you know all these vinyls on there i you have like the craziest grateful dead collection i've ever seen but uh, I, I, how, do, how do you add that to your inventory? Is that, is that hard for you to go and find and make, procure that for people?
4: Well, actually everything on the site is that's uh, uh, new pressings uh, of albums. It's stuff that they're pressing now. Uh, but I've got, like if somebody wanted something obscure or you know something that's not on the site, I've got actually a bunch of local record vendors who i could reach out to and see if they have something or whatever
3: oh, all right uh,
4: which which we we have done that from time to time but usually but everything that's on site is uh it's carried by a warehouse up in new york and we ju- and they drop ship it for us it it makes it all a lot easier and
2: right 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 uh that's that's pretty cool
4: well, it's a lot easier than when I had my wine shop, and I had to go taste wine all the time. That doesn't sound I, too I bad. Would say so.
0: Well,
4: <laughs> it can be tough. Let me tell you. Uh, I can imagine.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work.
1: So, Captain, with the, with Naughty Radio, yes. how long have you been on the air now?
4: Oh wow! Actually, over. Uh, over almost two years now, actually. Nice. Yeah, we, uh, we started out um, in November of 2021. Of, of we started in November as Foxwood Radio. But that sounded a little too country for what I was doing. And then one day we were just like, oh, Naughty Radio. That sounds like fun. And the name wasn't taken, so it mm-hmm. was born. Yay! I was wondering where that little,
2: like I see a logo every once in a while for Foxwood radio come up. And I was wondering where that came from.
4: Yeah, that was on uh just so I had something to show up because sometimes when I put it on there, like the album cover wouldn't show up on some of my older um, uploads. And so it attached my logo on there. And so, just, so it's I'd got something to clean it I, all up. Yeah. I gotcha.
0: It's
2: history. Yeah, yeah. who? Yeah. I, I like it. It's, it's you, you know, you got to remember where you came from, I guess, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well, and if I ever start a country station, it'll be Foxwood Radio because yeah. I already got the logo. Uh, <laughs>
0: never know. There you go. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, and our wine bar was called Foxwood Wine. Mm-hmm. Aha. Nice. Uh, it was the same logo, but instead of the. The microphone on Foxwood Radio. It was a wine bottle.
2: Mm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. See,
0: nice. It gets people wondering, and then then they have to hear more so they can find out the story.
4: Yeah, and we uh, we're getting more people to download the app. Uh, you know, we're getting a lot more traction there, and it's it's, it's going slowly but surely.
2: No, we're just all just plugging along with it, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, we were actually uh, talking with some people about trying to put together a, a, a lot, you know, like a, a concert. And I was talking to some local bands and stuff. And then it just kind of got out of my, uh, my wheelhouse at that point. But it's something we're looking at doing next year.
2: Well, it looked like, um, I, 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 I mean, you have a Facebook page with uh, Naughty Radio. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything by saying that. Um, but you, you had posted something on there. Or you, you bought like a, a trailer. Like, um, so are you working on something mobile?
4: Yeah. So the, it's a 24 foot car hauling trailer. And we're actually building a studio inside it so we can take it to events and, uh, um, you know, if we go to any outdoor events or so like, for instance, every year in April, uh, May, April, we have a all veteran reunion here in Melbourne. And, uh, so the idea is we take it there, we broadcast from there, we interview vets and, and stuff like that. And, uh, and then any kind of show or event we could go to. And we're actually trying to market for a little bit, uh, we're going to call them captain's parties where we go and play theme parties. So it could be a yacht rock party or an 80s party or a, a glam rock party, whatever. Ah, that sounds like fun. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we got a lot of cool things on the drawing board. Just that day job gets in the way though.
2: Mm. Don't they? Always. Mm-hmm. Yep. Stupid day jobs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Only if,
4: if we had unlimited money. We could quit those. Well, I was jobs. trying to win that Powerball for us. Yes.
1: <laughs>
4: well, did anybody win that? Some schmo in California. Apparently, uh, it, it's
2: always someone in California is winning these.
4: <laughs> I, I think I see a uh, pattern. Pattern, yeah. <laughs> to yeah, be a conspiracy, a lot of taxes
2: over there. Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh,
2: mm. a lot of taxes. yeah, they they gotta you know just a taste. Gotta get a <laughs> little taste. taste,
1: big taste.
2: Big taste, big taste. One point five bill.
1: Yeah, big, uh, big taste. That's a big taste, is right. State and local taxes. Oh, don't forget to pay Uncle Sam too. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. <laughs> All right. So um, I, I I guess we're 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 just kind of gearing up for something a little different tonight. You know, usually we have Big Ed here. He he talks about a little music that we focus on stuff. Um, and tonight, um he's still playing around at the Montecito doing whatever big Ed does there. Also that's why the captain's here. he's he's gonna give us a little schooling. Ain't that right, big Mike? Yes, big time. all right, all right, so um um, uh, Captain, are you gonna be ready here in about like a couple seconds here to do a little talking?
4: Oh, yeah. I'm sure I won't be able to fill Big Ed's shoes, but I'll give it a try.
2: All right. Then, without further ado... (laughs) Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective. (laughs) Retrospective. With the cap. Right. With the captain. With the captain. Take it away, captain.
4: Well, all right. Well, I was... uh... Trying to think of an album to do, and I figured I'd try uh, one here for a 70s band, America. And uh, it's one of my more favorite 70s bands for when I'm in that chill mood. So uh, I guess we'll give that a try, huh? America uh, is a rock band that emerged in the early 70s. they uh, They left an indelible mark on the music scene with their distinctive sound and timeless songs. The band is best known for their signature harmonies, folk rock melodies, and a penchant for crafting introspective and often poetic lyrics. The group's core members Jerry Buckley, Dewey Bunnell, and Dan Peake initially formed the band while they were attending high school in London where their fathers were stationed with the U.S. Air Force. The band's music often explores themes of travel, personal introspection, and American experience, and it's made a and it's made of uh, rich vocal harmonies that set them apart in the rock genre. Subsequent albums that they had, like Homecoming and Holiday, continue to showcase their skills as songwriters, and they had hits like Ventura Highway, Sister Golden Hair, and Tin Man, and they were all uh, mainstays of 70s music. Uh, Dan Peake left the band in the mid-70s, but Jerry Beckley and Dewey Bunnell continue to, to tour and create music uh, to this day. So the album that we'll talk about is their self-titled uh, debut album that was released in 1971, America. Uh, it's a great example of the band's Sound. Uh, the, the album features a mix of folk rock, pop, and country influences, and it has uh, lush harmonies and relatable lyrics. The album had uh, commercial success, reaching number one on the Billboard 200 chart and spawning several hit singles like A Horse With No Name, Sandman, and Three Roses. So the album, the first song on there was Riverside. It's their opener. It's a gentle acoustic folk rock uh, song featuring their signature harmonies, and it evokes a sense of tranquility and nostalgia setting the tone for the album. Sandman. it's one of the album's standout tracks and one of their singles. It features a catchy melody and, a harmonious, and harmonious vocals. The song's lyrics have a dreamlike quality and convey a sense of longing and escape and it creates a mood of wistfulness, and it's also my favorite song on the album. Three Roses continues with the folk rock vibe, and it has a a soothing acoustic guitar and harmonies. The song's lyrics are somewhat cryptic, telling a story of romance and love. It showcases the band's penchant for poetic introspective and songwriting. Children, the next song there, introduces a slightly more upbeat tempo with a lively acoustic guitar riff. The lyrics touch on themes of growing up and the passage of time. It's a reflective and melodic piece that captures the innocence and wonder of youth. A Horse With No Name, it's arguably the album's most iconic track and one of America's signature songs. Its desert imagery and hypnotic acoustic guitar make it instantly recognizable. The song's lyrics are somewhat enigmatic, but they contribute to the song's dreamy atmospheric quality. But what I've always wondered is, is why the hell did they never give the horse a name? Here, it's a serene and melodic song that continues the album's folk rock sound. It features poetic lyrics that reflect a sense of searching and introspection. The harmonies and acoustic instrumentation are once again prominent. I Need You is a heartfelt ballad that showcases the band's emotional depth. It's a love song with the lyrics expressing a longing of companionship or for companionship. The song features gentle guitar work and emotive vocal delivery. Rainy Day is a contemplative track with lyrics that touch on the themes of sadness and introspection. Acoustic guitar and, harmon- and harmonies create a somber, reflective atmosphere. Never found a time. It uh, gets back to their more uh, to another more upbeat tempo with a folk rock feel. The song's lyrics convey a sense of missed opportunity and unfilled dreams. Clarice is a melodious song with poetic lyrics. It, it has a dreamy quality and continues to evoke a sense of nostalgia and introspection. The harmonies and acoustic instrumentation create a calming and reflective atmosphere. But whenever I hear it, all I can think of is Hannibal Lecter saying, "Hello, Clarice," and then finally Donkey Jaw. It closes the album with a laid-back and somewhat bluesy feel. It's a more relaxed and whimsical track compared to the rest of the album, and it features harmonica and acoustic guitar. America, as an album, captures the essence of the rock band of the folk, of the band's folk rock sound and it features uh, mellow acoustic instrumentation and their signature harmonious vocals. The lyrics often have a dreamlike and introspective quality, and they explore themes of love, longing, nostalgia. The standout track, A Horse With No Name, became an enduring classic, but the entire album is a testament to America's ability to create evocative and timeless music, and they're a staple in the yacht rock genre. This album is a must-listen for fans and classic rock uh fans of America and classic rock. So listen and enjoy.
1: Nice. Very well done.
4: Very good. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I was uh, re listening to that album and you know uh, the one thing that kind of struck me is like, you'll have these conversations of people talking about like band strengths and um, you know, be like uh, talking about Crosby, Stills and Nash uh, the Beatles, um, and the Beach Boys, vocal harmonies. And I, I feel like America's never brought up that conversation of those bands. The vocal harmony arrangements in this album is fantastic. And I, and I caught a little slide guitar in uh, one of the songs. I was like, oh, is, we're like almost like going from like folk to like a little country rock, which – yeah, which was a gray area in this time of music, you know, in, in America.
4: Well, what's interesting sure. is as you look into the yacht rock genre and all those guys Poco, America, all that, they were kind of big in that uh folk rocks or that uh that country rock kind of scene too.
1: I think with folk rock and country rock, they kind of the lines
2: blur. Mhm.
1: Lot, and that then those two genres of rock and roll
2: a lot, lot of crossover of artists too you, then you start uh-huh. when you you start doing deep dives, you'll realize like, oh, these guys like uh cross paths a lot of times, like almost like the Seattle sound in the nineties you like it was like the same thing with the country rock country folk they they all kind of were kind of hanging out together yes an
1: influence Uh, you you'll you'll get that cross-pollination
4: influence with these bands yeah a horse i think she keeps And why why did the
1: horse not have a name
4: i feel bad i never understood that i mean he went across the whole desert never gave him a name never just called him horse
0: (laughs) he actually called him horse with no name
1: yeah well maybe that was the horse's name horse with no name yeah mm. you
0: know in the keys there's no name pub
2: is there yeah hmm.
0: it's fantastic
2: is it is it really
0: mm-hmm.
1: well it, it does end with pub so it has to be okay
0: <laughs> its last name is pub
2: yeah Well, <laughs> captain, so i'm in ca- <laughs> captain we we thank you for uh jumping in uh expanding on the rock and roll retrospective you know with big ed not here and we we like um you know different viewpoints different albums and this was definitely a fun one to review um well i appreciate the invite do you mind sticking around uh for a little bit longer sure okay because we we have a little special segment usually i'm usually part of it i'm not tonight um i'm i'm um for 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 not reasons unknown But uh, Subway uh, usually brings up a list that we discuss and we got to kind of figure out where everyone falls on the pecking order or what, what it is that he's trying us to guess. Uh, Subway. Yeah. All right. Oh, there he is. Subway (laughs) slam. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. So um, here, then I'm going to give you the uh,
4: nine. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one.
5: Subways. Subways
1: list. Yes.
5: All right, here we go. I think he, I think this list is going to be very fun um, for many people here. This this is uh, the ranking of the James Bond films. Uh, we're gonna do. Oh top wow. 10. Yeah, we're gonna do top yeah. ten. It, it it this so this uh the source is, is on is from head of section um on, on Twitter. He's like a big
2: big James Bond account. He um, he runs um I, I I source this out. I know head of section. He's got a website called uh, Being James Bond. It's uh their tagline is if James Bond can do it, so can you. It's a it's a lifestyle so it's not just being a that's fan cool. yep. but living yeah, the life so- of james bond so being being your best version if you will
5: yeah so casey showed me this and that's why he um will not partake in this uh list um that's correct is- I, I
2: i have to recuse myself i learned that from watching a lot of law law and order uh, that's that's a that's a big word <laughs>
5: yep you're watching the similar things the big dog watches yep there you go in order <laughs> um but yeah we're gonna do top 10 as always uh it ranks all all 25 films but so we're just gonna cut it to 10 uh just for the time being at yep, the top um, ten. yeah so this yeah so it's time to i guess the top 10 james bond films um I guess we can start with the uh our special guest, uh the captain. The captain of Naughty Radio.
4: So what am I doing? Uh okay, am I so guessing number ten?
2: Yeah, yeah, while well, you're 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 just gonna guess what would be the top ten of the James Bond movies of all time. Uh
4: jeez. Oh, yes. Um I don't even remember all the dots james bond movies uh well okay so i guess number 10 would be uh well, you, well, you're, 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 you're,
2: you don't you don't have to guess like uh in sequential order just throw oh, out one. just gotta give
4: 10 okay so. no no
2: you just just guess just throw one out there that's all you oh, have okay to we're, we're gonna go round robin we try to work as a team ah uh,
4: i see yes. all right well yeah, yeah. doctor no
5: Dr. No, uh, the first James Bond film, uh, the the first movie uh, that uh, put put James Bond on the map, put Sean Connery on the map. It is number seven. Mm, Dr. No says, Dr. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go next to, apparently, from what i heard, a huge enthusiast of James Bond, Big Mike. All right. Uh, how about The Spy Who Loved Me? Hmm. The oh, Spy goodness. Who Loved Me is not on the list. <laughs> oh, oh, come oh. on, big mic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just introduced you as the enthusiast. You know, it, it, I'm
1: an I'm enthusiast of the films. Doesn't necessarily mean the films I like are
5: in this top ten. <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, sweet Melissa.
0: All right, I'm just guessing
5: because I know it's – I think it's one of
2: them. No Time to Die. That's –
5: is that a newer one? Yeah, that
0: was the last one. No time, no time done. to day, Die. That's the most
5: recent James Bond film. It is number nine. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh Good. It's actually not – it's not too bad, actually, for uh, Daniel Craig's uh, last film as James Bond. Oh, I um, thought you were nice. say for a girl guessing.
0: I thought you were going to wow. say for, a girl, for wow. a girl who knows the writer of
5: the wow. list. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. First round success. For
0: uh girl. All right.
5: It's, uh, all right. The captain, you're back on. Uh, you're, you're back.
4: All right. Well, let's go with Octopussy. Ooh. Octo-
5: Octopussy is number three. Wait, that's really one of them? Oh
4: yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
5: Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's number three. So um yeah, no, number three. All right, Big Mike. How
1: about um Thunderball? Thunderball? Oh, good one.
5: Thunderball is
0: number six.
1: Nice. We're doing
0: good on this
1: one. That that was Tom Jones. He sang the theme for that song. He uh, should sure that did. film.
4: Mm-hmm. It was uh, like pretty awesome. Thunderball.
1: It, it's balls. like somebody was tickling his thunderballs. balls. Because
0: <laughs> oh, no. he just finished watching Thunder Pussy or Octopussy. Wow. No, Octopussy. Right, 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 well, right, right. Octopussy
1: was dead like a decade later,
2: but you know. Oh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I think there was a Mel Gibson <laughs> movie, Thunder Pussy. Thunder Pussy? Yeah. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
1: <laughs> we just killed the captain. <laughs> the captains have his stroke over this. <laughs>
5: all uh, right sweet Melissa
0: is there one that um has two words and the first one starts with a C and the second one starts with the R casino yeah. royale oh casino good. Casino
5: Royale. For the first oh, Daniel God. Craig movie that he comes in as James Bond that is number one on the list Wow! Yes. wow Wow. now I, I, mean, I don't agree with that, but okay. No.
2: I, and it has uh Chris Cornell does the uh song on that one. Oh, he
5: does. That's he right does I forgot. You know what? Chris yep. Cornell's a legend. Just gotta say that. Uh,
2: Soundgarden, uh Thanks there, we agree. Yeah,
5: Chris. Um but yeah, uh Casino <sighs> Royale is number one. All right, wow, now. we're
2: doing pretty good on this list. I'm so far.
0: doing really quite well, I think, for me. For a girl!
1: For a girl, you do good for a girl, sweet <laughs>
0: Melissa. Yeah! <laughs>
5: all
2: right, so we'll go one more round then.
5: Yeah, we'll go one more round
2: since you guys all right.
4: are doing great. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. I, back to the captain, I believe. Yep. So I guess I'll go with a view to a kill. Ooh, good one. Uh, oh.
5: A view to a kill. Um, that is not on the list. Oh. What?
2: I think it just Durand, missed.
5: Duran Duran, yeah, it did just miss. Number 11, actually. Which, um, that theme was pretty awesome. That Duran Duran View to a Kill theme. Uh-huh. It's always on, oh, yeah. it's on my playlist. Uh, all my playlists that it's on. Um, actually, predominantly all Duran Duran
2: uh, music. It's um, it's on his uh, Wake Me Up Before You Go Go playlist. Oh, my. <laughs> it's on
0: his Octopus playlist.
2: This is what I did. Well, so you like not that, the don't you? Pussy one. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that one. That one. That's
1: a hair band.
0: Hmm.
2: Damn! Why is that not a a, a metal band?
0: <laughs> you
2: <know> what, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs>
2: I'm patenting that name tonight. I know, the wheels
0: are all turning here.
2: Between that and Ecuador, Jeff, we we just got <laughs> ideas for days.
5: I, I think it's time to approach a friend to start a band called Thunder Pussy. <laughs> they
0: could sing a song called We Put the X
5: in Sex. Well, that's and
0: Sex.
1: And we made. get oh and Subway, you can be special guests on that song. Yeah.
5: Yeah, you can be on, on the cover. Yeah, X and Sex have already been made. Uh but we can cover that, yeah. Um ah! We can cover that oh, after right. since their End of the Road tour. Um all <laughs> right. Uh Think Big Mike is up next.
1: How about "Live and Let Die"? Yes.
5: Live and Let Die. Dun, dun, dun. See, you know what? If it's theme songs, it's it's going on the top ten. Unfortunately, the movie is not going to be on the Oh list. man! Uh,
1: and that
4: was Roger Moore's debut.
1: First, was the yeah, "Live that and that Let was Die"? First one, yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, and it had all the boats jumping across the bayous i mean it was a great movie yeah that,
1: that had all kinds of cool stuff going oh, on do you want to know uh do you want to
5: know what uh, live and let die is actually ranked on all the all, on all the films yeah mm. 18 18 out of 25. all right so <sighs>
4: communist. It, it's
5: a, it's in the bottom
0: it's bringing up the
5: bottom but okay whatever uh all right uh last last up sweet melissa goldfinger
0: goldfinger,
5: goldfinger. Oh
1: gold finger, finger. Gold finger.
5: <laughs> the <laughs>
2: worst theme song ever <laughs> oh, for real. Uh, so gold finger
5: is not on the list it just oh, missed out what? you know what I, I had
1: you know i made my own theme song for that it dive. was gold sphincter <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like it
1: might be well, cool. I- Man, I I can't believe. But that was a good one, Goldfinger. I like Goldfinger. So do I. That's odd job was was in Goldfinger.
4: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Goldfinger was number twelve. I will
4: Um, say. All right, so it it just missed the top ten. All right. Wasn't that the one that had pussy galore in it?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yes.
4: Melissa, pussy galore.
2: (laughs) All right, so uh, look, you guys did pretty. I mean, this is still pretty good for us, but. Alright, so uh what was number ten there, Subway? Tomorrow never dies. Oh, oh.
0: there's so many that have similar names.
2: All right. And then number eight. Skyfall. Oh. Okay. That's a Daniel Craig joint. What's number five?
5: Uh the Living Daylights.
2: Oh, oh. Living
4: Daylights, yeah. yeah. That's a Roger Moore.
2: No, that that was um uh, that the was Green the Green other Green. guy. Dalton? In between.
4: Oh, Timothy Dalton, that's right. Yeah, it was Dalton. That was Dalton.
2: Yeah. I think that was his first one. Uh, maybe that should... one,
1: I, my dad and I went to the theater to see that one. I remember yeah. that.
2: Number
5: four. Oh, uh, I was about to look up. I'll, I'll look that up later. Uh, for Your Eyes Only.
1: For Your Eyes Only.
4: Gina Easton. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's uh, right. HFG.
5: And, that, and now she currently uh has the Manchester United theme song her and name, then number two uh on her ma- uh, majesty's oh. on her majesty's
1: secret Service, secret Service. Oh. and that Man. was what was it that was the only film what's the guy's name that was the yeah. only one he was in mm-hmm. yes that's Wait, 7 what? got married and became a widower all in one movie,
5: um, you want to guess what he movie was a, he was an Australian guy too. Yeah. yeah he was. Do you want to guess? Uh, what is the lowest ranked film according to head of section when it comes to James Bond sure. films? I
2: I have an idea. If I I think I remember. Casey, throw it right. out. It. What what what's the lowest? I I think it's Moonraker according to him. It's actually not. It's Moonraker is pretty low, but it, which is a he doesn't like Moonraker head of section doesn't it's it is a pretty silly film it is
1: it, it, i was gonna say it's, but it's, it's more of a
2: tongue
1: uh, it is
5: it's I, more
2: tongue-in-cheek
5: yeah 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 Moon moonraker uh that's roger moore i believe i believe it, still it was, yeah, it's a roger yes. moore film yeah. yeah not his best but uh yeah uh it's not moonraker do you guys have a guess or or should i say go ahead and say diamonds are forever Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. I want to anything.
1: say that's the bottom. Yeah. I almost threw Diamonds Are Forever in the top 10.
4: I'm glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I would have thought Honor Majesty's Secret Service would have been 25. It
0: mm, said so it's number two.
4: Mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. But
0: not, as, not as off the wall of a list because we all did pretty well.
2: All right, Big Mike, what was your first? time seeing a james bond movie in the theater um
1: it was probably with my dad seeing the the timothy dalton films i never saw any of the roger because moore films it, so it was probably the license theater.
2: license to kill
1: license to kill
2: yeah that that was the first one he did okay right i think that License to kill was his first one and living daylights was the second one um so but prior to that uh, i i'd only seen all the go ahead
5: subway uh living daylights was first and then license to kill oh
2: then then he would have seen 11 daylights yeah see for me it it was actually the the movie before that was roger moore's last one as people would say he was a little long in the tooth at that point Mm -hmm. as being uh james bond
3: Oh a view to
2: uh, kill. Yeah, I saw a View to Kill. And and the film broke in the middle of the showing. Oh, so, oh wow. So it stopped for like fifteen minutes and then it like jumped a couple minutes because they had to repair the film okay. uh you know in the box. You That's know.
5: actually what happened uh when i
2: the when I saw Hamlet. The the film broke like twice
5: when I saw it. Um
4: Yeah, yeah so
5: uh we had to wait for like uh thirty minutes to get repaired. <laughs> Um, that's yeah, how well. bad, that's that's how bad that movie was. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my first uh my first time I saw James Bond in the theaters, uh, it's actually Spectre, and it's actually second to, uh but worst. One of the last or, ones. I was just about to yeah. ask really 24. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I don't. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of it. Like, I I did like christoph walt as a villain um i think i've always have uh, as in general so i was very anticipated um because you know he's a great villain um but you know i thought the movie was very underwhelming and then i saw no time to die and that was a lot better Hmm. uh
2: hey uh captain you ever see a james bond movie in a theater actually i don't
4: believe i ever have Hmm. Oh, well,
2: good. I'm not the only one. No, I was going to say, I did not mm-hmm. think Sweet Melissa had. I don't think
0: I had either.
2: <laughs> well, then there you go. I saw one
0: on a cruise.
2: Oh. Yeah. Well, that's different. Yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, you, yeah James Bond was doing a dinner show. <laughs> he was like, Thunderball. <laughs> I got <laughs> Thunderball. That would be a good
0: one.
2: Something like that. (laughs) I don't know what they were doing. Actually, I know we were – they were doing like a James Bond marathon on TV the one night for whatever reason. No no one was hanging out. And then the next day, like everyone's like, hey, watch that James Bond. (laughs) Like we all did. It was like a a a mental collective of how that worked. It was uh, really weird. Yeah. we Not sure went how that the happened. First day on
0: the boat, so then the next night
2: was James Bond. Yeah. So, um, well,
0: that was fun.
2: It that was fun. That was a good list, there, Subway. Good job. There, very, Mark.
0: very good list. Thank you for the list.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Well, does anyone else have any questions, concerns, comments, emotional outbursts as we wrap this up?
4: Can't well, the next time hair. I'm on here, oh, yep. the next time I'm on here, we get into a movie discussion. I'll tell you guys about when I participated in filming on American Ultra. Oh um, yes! Oh really? I'm definitely in on that. Definitely oh, in on that. That's
2: a cliffhanger! Mm-hmm. Wow! What?
5: And I can't wait to put the X in sex later tonight. Oh god! <laughs> well, no, there we no, go.
4: No.
2: Look, Trip Fink's plane, so it only means one thing. I want to thank the captain, uh, folks, Naughty Radio, get with it. Uh, I want to thank Subway, Sweet Melissa, Big Mike, uh, Lady Jill, thanks for cheering us in the background. Everyone else that supports us, we love you, care for you. But remember, keep the shiny side up and the greasy side down.